doesn't, doesn't even phase me anymore. That's a problem. Yeah. You know, that's called, that's called addiction. Addiction. That's called that. You know what? That that ranks up there when she's like twenty. When she's like twenty-two, and then like her like fifteenth year in college, and she's still a sophomore by credit. I don't even get hung over anymore, Dad. Awesome, super awesome. Know where that tuition money's going? Yeah. yeah. I also see that your stomach's distended out like you're fucking six months pregnant. <laughs> That's called liver damage, daughter. God. Every time. Every time. Everybody in the club get tipsy. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. Uh, I'm Johnny. And you were like choking on your spit. I, I, swallowing is hard. <laughs> and this is episode 19. Uh, Nine. Today. Niner. <clears throat> one niner. Today we're uh, going back to our history of races. This is part do. Duh. Duh. Part duh. Uh, we're talking about playing Possum 50K. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, history, everything that went into starting the race, and then the kind of it's been uh, six years that this race has been running. So kind of just give a little bit of information to that. But as always, we're going to start with what's dehydrating us. Uh, what do we got here tonight, John? We have from Buckeye Lake Brewery, we have their Irish Red. They call it the Dublin Irish Red. Imagine that they're original. Yeah, very, very <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it was in a, it was in a fresh fill. So, um, it hung in there for about two weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, when we cracked it, it still had like a pretty good head on it. So yeah, these crawlers are, they're interesting. They're interesting concepts. Was it a, like a guy out in Colorado? I think like invented this, like, like ability created a machine that he could like wholesale out. Oh really? The places to do it. So like, this is a patented thing that he sells these machines to people and crowlers. Cause did you see how they spun it on? Oh dude, they have it right there front and center for yeah, you. It's, it's like, it's super like a, cool. Yeah. It's like a fucking carny barking when he gets, he's like, all right, I'm going to fill this screen. I'm like, all right, bro. Like fucking chill out. It's oh, did me. he really do all that? No. Nah, I mean, he's, he, he made, he's like, all right. So I got one, uh, I got this fresh fill and uh, I'm like, bro, just fill the fucking hand. <laughs> yeah. Please but, just uh, fill it. Oh, oh, that's thinking me all that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. so uh but no he he kind of put it on I, i've never seen one go on before it was kind of neat to watch it go on yeah. how it happens or like that but uh it kept it fresh for like i said for about two weeks yeah and then when we opened it tonight it had still had a pretty good head i mean it's an irish red so it's not like super super carbonated anyways yeah but uh what do you think of the flavor and everything on it's it? not too bad it's it's i mean it's a solid irish red there's not i mean <clears throat> it, it's good like, uh, I mean, it's I mean, not an Irish red that's going to like blow me away. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's better than Killian's. I mean, <laughs> dog urine is probably better than Killian's. <laughs> Irish dog urine. Um, uh, I like it. Yeah. So Buckeye Lake Brewing, where are they? They're at, uh, a stupid Are you question. fucking kidding me right now? Where, where at Buckeye, like I, I've never been to Buckeye Lake other than passing it on 70. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my extent of it too. Okay. Like other than going here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even when I went here, I added like GPS it to it. But gotcha. It, uh, I believe it is kind. It's on the north side of the lake, kind of like Central Lake North. So side. it's on the north south side of the Central Lake. North south side Central of the East Lake on the third Tuesday. Gotcha. Okay, because it rotates on the fourth Tuesday. 
It's when the monsoon comes. <laughs> On the fourth Tuesday, they actually pick up the entire brewery and move it. No, it's like it's dead center on the North shore. Okay. Yeah, but it's not on the shore. It's across the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's not along the water. Yeah, but yeah, go. Uh, we'll have their information in the show notes, but check them out. They don't do they, they don't bottle or anything, right? Uh, they do actually. So it's kind of crazy when I was in there. Um, they have bottles that they sell in, in the, um, in Tapper. the brewery. Mm-hmm. And then they were actually bragging about having a, um, about having a special bottle that they had brewed specifically for like a drive through. Huh? And I'm like, Oh cool. Where's the drive through at? <laughs> and this guy's like, well, you gotta go up. And he named the city. I'm like, I have, I've literally traveled. <laughs> I've literally traveled like almost all of central Ohio and he I'd named never it, heard a city, and he city. Had named the little city. And, uh, and, uh, when he named it, I had I was like, I, I got nothing. And he's like, Oh, well it's just up here. And he's like describing how to get there. And I had no clue what he was talking about still yet, but they bottle like very, very limited releases. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then send them out to uh, to like certain little places. Gotcha. So uh, yeah, they do very small brewery. But I was stunned. I didn't know they had been there for six years. Really? I knew they'd been around for a little bit, but I've never. I, I thought it was like two. Maybe there's years. also no reason for me to ever head that far. It's east. way out there. Yeah. Well, that's when I found out. I guess like, oh yeah, you guys are way out there. And then we started talking about the new Buckeye or the new uh, Ale Trail. Yeah. And that's when he's like, oh, well, shit, if you think we're way out here, have you seen a new ale trail? And I'm like, no, nah, not really. He's like, well, there's 41 breweries out there. That's and, nuts. And like, there's like, there went from being none in Newark to four, I think, in Newark. Huh. <laughs> and like. Newark's not that big of a place that you would need. There's four of them out there. Three, maybe four. And I was like surprised. Yeah. And then like, I, so there's those ones out there. I think he said there's one or two down in Lancaster now. Um, like there's like, there's like, the, you're going to have to drive a little bit to if hit you the, want, if hit you want to hit all 41 of them this year. So, so, uh, but anywho, yeah, we'll, have is, the, we'll have their information in the show notes. Uh, again, you can always find our show notes on our website at running beer slash EP zero one nine for episode 19. Uh, how was your week? We'll get into the possum was this weekend, but how was the, the rest of your week? I mean, I really didn't know the rest of the week existed other than possum. Oh yeah. It was just kind of that week. Yeah. 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 yeah we're sp- switching things up just a little bit because we had a, a very busy weekend. Um, we're actually at John's place tonight recording, uh, on a Monday night. So when you hear this, this was literally recorded less it's, than 12 hours. It's fresh. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. This is brewed fresh. It is about as fresh as it gets. We so got a, we got an angsty 14 year old over watching us critiquing us every second. Yeah. She wants to make sure she's that's it's our social media manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we should just give her a job. Oh God. Have her log into our Instagram account. Yeah. How many puppies and rainbows would we like? <laughs> just have her live streaming the whole time. <laughs> That's more awkward than anything else. Get, oh, we'd be we'd be the we'd be the rave of the freshman and sophomore class at Delaware Hayes. <laughs> Not sure how that would turn I, out. Yeah, hey kids, here's all you need to know beer. <laughs> like, like, parents would hate you guys it. like running? Do you like drinking? <laughs> <laughs> hey kids. I got free beer in this note. You want fan. some candy? <laughs> uh, I was I was watching uh, John Oliver and he had a 
bit about rehab or something like that. He was talking about he's there. People would go around and like try to find people that had like good insurance. He's like in the interview was like, yeah, we used to just drive around and we saw someone on the side of the street be like, Hey, you got insurance. <laughs> and he's like, that's the second creepiest thing right next to, Hey, you want some candy? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, this week we were, I, I was a little busy, uh, doing some, some video filming and stuff like that. Is that the rain coming down? That is rain. Ooh, that's going, we it's are raining. almost recorded yeah. outside. Yeah. And then I was like, Hey, maybe not. The radar looks pretty oh, shitty. Look at that. There's a lot of red on that radar. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but talk to, uh, one of the owners at Olentangy brewing. Apparently we have a few listeners over there, uh, nice. which is nice. So shout them out. And, he was kind of telling me cause they're, they're planning on opening it by the, I think like in the fall and he's looking pretty, I think it was the fall. I could, I could be very well, well yeah. Cody so no, they, they, I have talked also to somebody, yeah, somebody, you know, yeah. And he's like, yeah, they think September's going to happen. <laughs> and, uh, well, the weird thing yeah. is, is, so I didn't realize this. He, we were talking about this one. Did you know ill mannered has a new spot? No, or is building an additional spot or they're doing something, but that's kind of good because their spot lightweight sucked. But so in addition to that, there's also another brewery going in pal near the railroad tracks. Uh, like there by Jewett. No, on the railroad tracks oh, oh, on, on Powell road. Yeah. Okay. Cause he was saying all th- like ill mannered's new theirs and this Powell brewery are supposed to be opening at a similar time. And they're actually doing some sort of like, coalition is not the right word for it, but like, like a, some like kind a, of thing together to like, to support like, Hey, come to Northern Columbus. Like don't spend all your time at the breweries downtown. Like yeah. Northern, Northern Franklin County, Southern Delaware County has a lot of good beer too. Yeah. They're not Franklin County. They're, they're definitely Delaware County. Uh, Coke. <laughs> I can, I can literally see our Instagram feed, Facebook feed <laughs> with, with, with a certain librarian, like literally phonetically breaking or, down this word. Co- co- collaboration. Collaboration. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Where's, something. where's this microphone? <laughs> um, or, or Greg corrected when you're like, Greg, that was too funny. He sent that word. You're like, this is way too smart for me. And he's like, no, it's the S word you were trying to, you were trying to I, say. I don't even remember trying to say that word. That's the funny thing. No, you're like, trying to say Jen said something. And you're like, it's an S word and I can't quite put it on there. And he gave you like a history of the yeah, word. I'm you're like, like, son of a bitch. Like, like, you're like, oh, this is, is definitely not for me. It's too smart. <laughs> this, is, this has got to be for Flores. Um, yes. A collaboration. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, I know Owen Tansy's talking about trying to hit the September mark, but yeah. I don't Who knows? Whenever it's, whenever it happens, I know for a fact they'll have a pretty good contingent there. I mean, they've done a, done a pretty good job yeah. of. Well, they're tapping. They're wanting to tap in big with the runners and like yeah. do their own little running club thing, kind of like Hoof Hearted has. Yeah, and then yeah. we've already talked to them about hangry and stuff like that. So like that. I think hangry should buy one of the bar stools. Did you know about that? No. Ooh, I might have. A... So I have a little birdie that told me that they're one of the things are one of their, like their crowdsourcing. They're looking at doing one of the ways they're looking at raising funds is you can literally like buy a bar stool. Really? Yeah. Like, and so you can walk up like, Hey man, you're sitting in my seat. No, you are literally literally. sitting in my seat. Hey, I mean, that'd be kind of gangster to have a hangry one. Have it. We could, we could have a hangry one and And then we could have one. We as they say running beer and BS. Yeah. Have a hangry, a running beer and BS and a possum one. Yeah. We're just going to buy the entire bar. Anytime we go up, like, hey, uh, hey, you guys, you can't sit here. Hey, clear we, out. We don't want to sit here either, but you just can't. <laughs> we'll be outside, but get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, our seat. That's my seat. 
That'd be kind of cool. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. My little birdie didn't tell me that, but also we weren't talking about that kind of thing, but yeah. Huh? Very interesting. Uh, one other thing that hasn't happened for me, I haven't been running. Uh, I got, I know st- I try to get you into a run to nine or no. Well, I mean, we had to record and we have to edit it and it has to be up in three, three and, and a half, half hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your issue? Yeah. So I haven't really doing so many runs and I'm only, uh, two weeks out from kettle, which is kind of oh scary. My God, yeah. two weeks, two and a half weeks. So N- not this Saturday next saturday shut the fuck up yeah are you being serious right now so not even two weeks that's less than two weeks so we're I'm bad talking. with math, <laughs> math june, 2nd. june 2nd oh man i might not be able to go up there for that uh that that my friend is near <laughs> <laughs> that's it's coming up quick dude if i didn't have all those races like early in the year i'd been like kind of worried what in the world by the way that's my contact that we were just talking about <laughs> so oh that's great um, yeah so kettle's only a few weeks away that's gonna be uh that's oh, gonna that's be something be awesome else. but let's get into like a like a real highlight kind of thing how was possum dude so uh, let me i i'm going to i'm gonna give a very high in like a very broad statement kind of thing everyone knows or most people listening to this knows that possum is known for shit weather right just rain hail mud snow <laughs> hail yeah we had the snow and the ice snow, that one year ice like it's just known to be shit right i would have taken all those shitty days rolled up into one it was so fucking hot it was so fucking hot Hot. 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 Toyota has so and then not only so what made it really and and honestly I will honestly go and say this is the sixth year I've ran it. It's the sixth year in its existence. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm gonna do a hot take. Uh oh. This is the hardest year. The finisher times said that to me. Dude, unfucking real. Because what made it bad was not only was it super hot. But then when you're like, okay, it's hot. It is what it is. It would like just boom, clap thunderstorm, like like just a really clap heavy rain. And it would do it for like five, 10 minutes, right? Get you really good and soak and get the ground nice and wet, get everything pretty saturated. And then it would just stop and then get right back up into the mid eighties. So all that glorious steam is just trapped underneath the tree canopy. And you're like, oh my God. So it was between the humidity and the heat. I will honestly say it was one of the harder years I ran. Well, I think that's one of the tougher things because you can mud and and rain. Like you just, you just have to deal with because that's there. And like you can, it's going to slow you down a little bit, but it's not going to break your body apart. Yeah. Heat will suck the living life out of you. So it's funny that you mentioned the heat. I actually have, like, I have this weird chafe mark, like, right, right on my <laughs> sternum, right on, like, uh, I wish I was taking a picture zyphoid, of this. Was that your xiphoid process? I think that's called or something like that. Dr. Mike. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I had the weirdest, like, rat, like, like. From your strap? Or from your button? Not even from my strap, because I ran with a waist, but I, I, I tried something new, because, you know, s- smart people try new <laughs> shit during races. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to run with these water bottles. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Um, no, I, it must be because from that, from the button downs, like, but 
all the races, all the races I've ever ran, those are the shirts I run in. That's just kind of my thing, right? I have never, ever, ever once had one do that to me. And mm. that son of a bitch, that's how hot and humid and just like yeah. gross it was. Jen has a- I saw, I saw the, her knee. Oh, from her brace? From her knee brace. Yeah, so she has like, like fucking, like, that shit looks like gross. <laughs> so she has that. And then she has like a crazy one going across her back. Like perfect, like from kidney across the spine all the way to the next kidney, like perfect, like ra- um, chafing, yeah. rash, sweat, heat kind of thing going across there too. It is, I'm telling you, it was a rough, it was a rough day, man. Like yeah. there is, I said from the finishers times, like it looked like everyone was a little slower than they were used to. Here's how, here's when you know it's a bad running day. When it's just, when the heat is just it really cranking people out. I'm willing to bet that one of the hardest female runners I know, fuck it, one of the hardest runners I know, one of the absolute toughest runners I know, male or female, is Steph, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sheldon's soon-to-be wife, fiance. I saw her. And initially, she was in second place the first time I saw her because, mm-hmm. you know, she's fast as fuck. Yeah. And then, and I'm talking second place overall. Second yeah, place. not second place to me, but she's fast. I see her again. I'm like, how's it going, Steph? She's like, oh, you know, been throwing up all day long. I'm like, what the fuck? That's not good. Still in second, though. I'm like, <laughs> you are bad as fuck, dude. Like, you are such I threw up fuck. once. I'm like, we're going to take a nap here for yeah, three yeah. hours. And, uh, yeah, like, you have to talk me all the way out of the DNF tree if I throw up once. But she's like, yeah, I've been throwing up. I'm like, holy shit. So then I see Sheldon later on. I'm like, hey, man, how's stuff doing? I haven't seen her, you know, just the way the course is laid out. Yeah haven't seen her. He's like, ah, oh, man, she's been fucking puking all day. She's had to stop and use the bathroom a bunch of times. I was like, well, she's still a second. He's like, oh, no, she's dropped back to fourth. I'm like, holy shit. But I mean, that's how bad it was that Steph was getting sick. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a tough Well, the problem day. too with where a mid-May race is we haven't had those temperatures to get acclimated to. Right. Well, especially this year. It's been freezing. Yeah, this year. Up until three weeks ago. Yeah, it went straight from like 30s to like... We skipped spring. Yeah, we straight... And you know what? I see all you people posting on there about not... Don't bitch about the heat. Fuck y'all. I'm bitching about the heat. I want my spring back. Yeah, I want spring. Yeah, like, so it has... It was... It it was a challenging... Uh, It was... It was... I will honestly go out and say... I told Mark, I was like... Because he and I are kind of talking about it. I was like, I will honestly say, I think this might have been the hardest year yeah. for, for Possum. So that's a, uh, that rain is coming down. Yeah. I'm really glad we didn't decide to record Could outside. Could you imagine? There's no way we have everything broke down without no. it. This, this board would have been toast. I would have just brought my laptop in and be like, well, we're just going to buy a new board. And that happened. Yeah. So please give us your donations because we need a new board. <laughs> we need a new it's board. It's your choice. Either no more podcasts or we need a new board. Yeah, that's Copy. really true. You We're call. putting this on you. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if this doesn't grow, it's all your fault. So, um, uh, no, but that was, that was, but you know what? Even, even with the crazy ass heat, um, Stuart, um, the, the photographer, yeah. he said it best. Like I saw him post this on, on team possum and he said it best, even with the heat, even with like the, the, there are a couple of rainstorms here and there and even with the humidity and even with it just being what it was that day, like of the, I don't know, dozen or so photos he posted the common theme, even with all that, just motherfucker smiling, man. All the smiles. Those it's pictures just, are so good. He's such a good photographer. Dude, and it was, it was just awesome because it was as bad as it was. 
every single possum you ran by was like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, big, huge smiles and shit. You're like, God, you guys you are just take it in stride. You yeah, know, you're it's like, just, it's you it, know, well, especially like most of our crew. It's like, they're not trying to win anything. No, they're, no. Just, they're just trying to run. Yeah. Have a good time, so, so like everyone's still smiling. Um, the aid stations were, I mean, just killing it again. The aid stations were all over it. No issues there. So it was, it was just, it was just your very typical possum event. Everyone having a blast, all the crew and all the volunteers and everybody kicking ass, doing good stuff. So, so yeah. So I guess like straight from that, uh, a typical possum race, let's go into, to the possum race series itself. Really specifically, we're going to talk about the 50 K. So the possum race series, um, we talked about it uh, a couple months ago now. Yeah. The Seamus opossum 30 K and 10 miler that happens in March around St. Patrick's day. Um, and then the second part of it is the plain possum 50 K. Um, like John said, this was the sixth year, uh, sixth running of this race, but, uh, let's go a little bit into the background of how this race came to be and, uh, and all that good stuff. So my understanding of this race, the plain possum, it is basically named after one of the race directors because my understanding of the story goes is one of the directors was going after a, one of his multiple buckles from, um, from Mo and in very typical form for him, he was being uber modest about it. Like, Oh, I just, I don't know if I got it this year and I'm just so out of shape and da, 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 and just, you know, and of course he went out and just fucking killed it, did a great job and, and got his buckle. But when they when, when he was being all humble and, and being, you know, they had decided they're going to make their own t-shirts up and his name be called po- team possum. And because he was playing possum, you know, playing half dead and shit. Right. So they made up these shirts playing possum. And then, um, so keeping that theme, you know, it was, uh, there was like a group, I think, the, I think the core group is essentially one, two, three, four, four or five, maybe six at most. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so that core, um, two from that core, maybe three from that core just decided, you know what, you know, what we really kind of need here in Delaware. We need, we need to bring kind of like this trail running community into Delaware. We need to, um, kind of, bring that in and we need to make sure that we keep it uh with a, with keeping with tradition you know keep it kind of old school keep it kind right. of like a grassroots no th- no frills no yeah, no the, big the, expenses and all that kind of stuff and just keep it very you yeah know, the like, possum we're talking about here he's a, a definitely an old school runner like yeah yeah i don't know like everything about it is just like him in general as a runner and then especially how he turned the race into i am every year i i am kind of surprised i'm waiting i'm really kind of waiting for the year that comes around when the race shirts the swag shirts for the race is fucking cotton tees yeah like i'm just you waiting should just for do it like i'm waiting for that like fuck it we're not doing any of that fancy ass like 
you know, yeah. Uh, well, you should do it like, hey, here's your cotton tee, yeah, and you have to wear it, yeah, during the yeah. race. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like waiting for that day just to happen where it's like, Yo, we're taking this shit all away. And then, of course, like when you get to the aid station, it's gonna be nothing but like water and like fucking bologna sandwiches <laughs> and shit, you know, and, like no like, pickles, no, f- <laughs> like fuck the pickles and fuck the fruit. Like, like he is like he is that old school man. But uh, I, it's so cool. But he, but I mean, look what he, look what that group has like yeah. brought. I mean, it's like, you know, so the other, the other thing is when they decided to kind of form this race, the other big thing for them was, is they wanted it to be, they didn't want it to be a profit thing, you know? So their, their charity that's near and dear to them, uh, specifically one of them is uh special Olympics. Yeah. And it's Delaware Special Olympics. So the amount of money they have given to Delaware Special Olympics, he said it at the beginning of the race and I totally missed it. It's he, it's a lot. Like I have a number in my head that I think it is, but I don't want to throw that number out because the number I think it is is fucking bonkers high. I think it's higher than that. No. I, I think I, it is. I don't think you saw the number I did then. It can't be higher than that. How many zeros did you put there? Well, I don't want to say that because then they'll tell people what I think I said. Uh, but he has get they have raised a just an absolute. No, I think it's more than that, man. Is it really? You think about it. I mean, they've done this is six years. Yeah. Do the math on that. That's not. So the number we're bouncing around and, and for if if either one of the two race directors wants to correct us, absolutely feel free yeah. to correct us. But we believe they have raised over thirty thousand yeah. dollars for Special Olympics. Yeah, like like just Delaware Special Olympics, right? Delaware County Special Olympics. Which it's not. Is, it's not like Special Olympics of America. No, I don't. Whatever. It the, is literally it, just Delaware. Our County, local chapter, which is just. I mean, wrap your head around what these two guys have basically yeah. enabled this group of kids to do. This group of people to do. I mean, it's in. Same. Right. And kind of to, to piggyback on it, we, we've talked about the Hangry Race series. Hangry Race series, when I started it, I said, you know what? The possum guys know what they're doing. I'm going to, I'm basically, <laughs> Hangry is literally possum light. Yeah. I copy yeah. everything they do. Yeah. And I mean, really, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have the the drive to be like, hey, I can put on a race and raise money there. Yeah. So it's like they're, they're making a f- much further reach than they realize oh, in what God. they did, like in the community itself and getting people out on the trails that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> may have never run a trail race before. We well, that's, get, I mean, we can get kind of like our I story mean, myself. I would have never, I would have never ever ran a trail race if it wasn't for the possum race series. Right. You know, and that's just a reality, but that's their history. I mean, so, so when they started it, they wanted it to be very old school, um, to this day, right? You think of any other big race group, think of any other big race series, more than likely you can go to their website page, or you can go to like their Facebook page or something like that. And I would almost be willing to bet you they have a shop page, right? You can go and you can buy yeah. something. Guess what possums don't have? They have a shop page, but they never actually did anything with it. <laughs> right. like, there's a hoodie on it and it just says sold out. Yeah. Cause, I mean, cause they were going to do it and they're like, this is too much work. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's but then how, again, they weren't trying to make profit off of right. it. It's all going, it it's all goes, goes to charity. Every red cent yep. they bring in goes to charity. And even at the end of the year, like if there's extra, um, water bottles or, or glasses or bandanas or whatever, we do, um, a turkey trot 
that is a no cost Turkey trot. And basically it's just like, Hey, if you want like an old t-shirt, not a raised t-shirt, but like a, just an extra t-shirt or something else, like just drop money in a bin and raise even Dude, more I, money. Cause they're like, we have this extra stuff. We're just going to sell it to That's where I get all my bandanas from. Yeah. Every I, year I grab a couple. I threw 20 bucks in there and I grabbed a handful of bandanas cause I love running with the, the red yeah. bandanas. Um, so the uh, bloods blood, what up blood? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's all the crypts. They're all gone listeners now. Damn it. Uh, peace cause. So, um, one other thing with the special Olympics, which is pretty cool is every year, um, before oh, we start the race, God, and it's every, this. it's every possum race is uh, like the, the Seamus and the 50 K is we, there is a special Olympian there. And most of the time these people are doing like multiple sports, like very well, like and top tier cra- athletes. They're like badasses. Yeah. They're, they're, they're absolutely they're like awesome. Athletes. The top tier of Delaware County, not just Delaware no, County, no, but Ohio. they also win like Ohio. And some of them I think have gone to national stages and done stuff as well. Like these athletes are absolutely amazing, but before every single race, a special Olympian basically leads us in the special Olympics oath. Yeah. This year. Oh God. What? Oh, 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 oh. I cannot remember her name that led it this year, but she led it. But then also, so not only did she come and lead the, the, the oath, but then she was also out on the course and she was directing traffic for us. Was she the one that ran the 30 K? Yes. Cause I saw her with the, um, the Seamus shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought she looked familiar. Yeah. So, um, so she was out there and you know, on the same note about how the volunteers are and everything like that, uh, ran by her twice. Yeah. Ran by her twice yep. heading out to the dam and back from the dam both okay. times, both times. I mean, just ear to ear smile, high fiving and shit just, and, uh, I know that I saw someone talking about, she basically, help them not DNF. Really? Uh, yep. That's just, yeah. that's, that's just awesome. So, I mean, that, that's like, I mean, just, uh, I just, the whole group between the, the race directors and all the volunteers, like John said, the amount of people that go out there and volunteer. And a lot of, a lot of the volunteers are actual runners that do like a race director's race a couple weeks before. And then they spend that entire day. So they run the race before, and then they spend that entire day doing something as well, or marking the course the day before or cleaning up the course that evening or, so, okay. So at the aid station, so going back to who's working those aid stations, go to the aid station that is at the campground entrance, right? Okay. The one that you hit once, twice, three times. You hit three. You should hit it. You don't do Bigfoot twice? You, you start at the starting line. You go out. You hit it. And you come straight back. Oh, that's right. You come straight back and then you and hit. And then you go down to the dam. You come back to the start. You hit it going out. And then you go to the book. And then come you hit back, it, come back. And, and then, then you go. Home. So you hit yep. three times. At that aid station, off the top of my head, there is someone there that has multiple 100-mile finishes there. And then, obviously, at the start finish, you have people who have multiple 100-mile finishes. And then you go down to below the dam. And I'm trying to remember who was there. I believe there's multiple hundred miles there also. And then you got to the hunting ground, like out by yeah. pervert cove. <laughs> and there were, there are the multi- o- not the official name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are multiple people with multiple hundred mile finishes out there. Yeah, so you can literally stagger into any aid station at one of these events. And you are going to be in such good, yeah. knowledgeable hands. You're well taken care of. I mean, it is over the moon. And the, the, I would almost go on a limb and say that 
any one of them have seen almost anything you can bring them. Yeah. You know, in that situation, they've either been in it, that situation, or they've helped, helped or seen it or know what to do with it. Exactly. So, uh, the other thing I really love about it is how it is even as big as it is, as big as it's gotten, it's still very much a rogue is not really the word, the right word, but it's still very much a like, no hierarchy. Yeah. It's very much like this free flowing, like, Oh yeah, that person's kind of a member kind of thing. And like, Oh, you know, like there's no, like there's no structure to it really. Yeah. That's what I, when I was talking to one of the directors about the, um, in a film I had done, he was saying, you know, team possum is kind of, he's like, I think we're an official group. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. He's like, we don't have like any sort of like membership pledge. There's yeah. no like oath you have to take. You yeah. just like no blood oath. Yeah. You just like join. Yeah. And yeah. and you're in kind of thing. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a great group of people. Obviously John and I like talk so highly of possums, like uh, probably in every single episode we bring up <clears throat> possums that are doing great things and stuff like that. But one of the things I really like with the possum races, so I've done, um, I did the first five years. Uh, I couldn't do this year. Um, there's some scheduling conflicts and really also wanted to take a break. Cause I didn't want to be, I don't want to have that thing where you have to do it every single year. You don't want to be like one of the last five. Oh, I'm totally going to do it. Every you year. got FOMO like, like a mother. I so like, I got to do it every year. Like I, I, I will do, there will not be a year. I do not do. I, I miss, I was not planning on doing this year. I was planning on either filming or volunteering. Um, because I was like, all right, if I miss this year, then I can just do it willy nilly and I can do it whenever I want. Yeah. See. I just want to get to a point where it's like, all right, <clears throat> maybe I'm not feeling too well. Like, all right, I have an injury or I have something, yeah. but I have to get this race done because yeah. I've got to be, it's like, Nope, I don't want that in my head. I'm just going to bow yeah. out of it and be I will, done. I'll always be. Yeah. So, <laughs> but every single race, the finishers medal oh, or award God. rather is, is a horseshoe. Yeah. For do you want to, so the history on the horseshoe, for those of you that don't know, uh, Delaware County in Delaware, the, the city of Delaware has a pretty good history, a pretty rich history of like horse racing, specifically harness racing. So every September, um, during the fair, there is at the end of the, toward the end of the fair, the town shuts down, the town like literally yeah. shuts down. Schools School are closes. going, yep, all the School, businesses are closed. Yeah, it is crazy. And why you ask? Because virtually everybody is at an event called the Little Brown Jug. The Jug. The Jug. Jug Day is Thursday. So the Little Brown Jug, for those of you who don't know, it is the World Series, Stanley Cup, Super Bowl. Kentucky Derby. Everything rolled into one of harness racing. I am telling you, I have worked a beer stand on the back stretch of the uh, Little Brown Jug one time, and it was absolutely insane. The m- delegations, the, the nationalities that was in Delaware yeah. for the Jug. Puerto Ricans, Australians, British, uh, Kiwis. I mean... Singapore, I mean, you name it. They were here, and it, they were here for the jug. Literally, no. Yeah, we flew in. Uh, flew in like a couple days ago. Watched uh, watch racing. We'll probably fly out. I don't know. Friday, maybe Saturday, depending on how we're feeling the day after. Yeah. Like, holy shit! So, by the way, if you're flying into Delaware County Airport, 
more than likely you flew in in your own badass yeah. jet. Yeah. You <laughs> like, own the jet. Like you are a fucking baller, you know, but like Canadians were coming down for it. I mean, it was, it's insane. The people that come in, the other really fun part about the jug is you get to see some of Delaware's Uber elite at rock bottom. <laughs> I am talking rock bottom. Yo, I mean, you're like, again, all businesses close. Uh, School is not open. People have nothing to do. It is, but drink. Cause the race is like a 7 PM or 8 PM. It's, it's a later. It's later. Yeah. I do know it's crazy expensive getting into the fair period on jug day. Yeah. Um, well but, then, and then to get a grandstand seat, you could like forget well, it. So Jen's dad, when he was, when his stuff, when he started his business, when he's still alive, yeah. we had that store, his, her dad's store had a grandstand seat. Oh really? And what's funny is when we first moved up here, I didn't really fully appreciate. And then, you know, it, it had to go, it had to go and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like it was right there. It was right there it in the palm right of there. my hands. But uh, we, so I remember sitting in the grandstand a couple of times before I really fully appreciate what yeah. it was. And uh, that's some shit, boy. Yeah, like, that is that is some next level action yeah. right there. The fair itself is good people watching. I can oh. imagine where you're bringing like those kind of people watching. You're bringing fair people watching to like high roller. Fig- high end. Yeah. It is awesome. Oh. It is good shit. But so so full it, circle. So anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason you get a shoe is to basically pay homage to the fact that it is harness racing, the, the, the horse racing. And then so every, you get a, go, I'm sorry. So you get a horseshoe. So what's super cool is I should have grabbed my shoes. So every year you're the little binder or the little twine or whatever yeah. that goes from the top of the shoe to the other top of the shoe is different. First year was twine. Yep. Second, Second year was leather. Was leather. Mm-hmm. Third year was just straight wire. Yep, straight wire. Fourth year was barbed wire. Yep. The fifth year. Fifth year was red ribbon. Was a special red ribbon with a uh, a plaque, like a red plaque. Yes, you got a badass plaque. It's awesome. Uh, what was this year? Year six. I, I'm not. And so here's where I my FOMO comes into full. Uh, one of the reasons I can't stop. Well, one I can't stop because I'm one of the fucking originals. So we're down to like. Right. I think we're down to ten. You're probably down to lower than that, but so like I can't stop. Like I will. If Kate Wells is listening to this, I will outlast you. I, I can't. I, I got. I I want to be the last one standing. I want to be the last possum standing on this. So, um, but anywho, this year uh, they went back to the twine, uh-huh. but they changed the color of the tag that comes on. Ooh! So they're recycling and changing the colors. Okay. So. I mean, at some point, because initially the idea of the, of the binding thing between it was supposed to get like, quote unquote, higher end, yeah. you know what I mean? Stronger. It's stronger and stronger and stronger. Well, you run out of things. This I is mean, platinum. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless they plan on like smuggling uranium in or some weird shit like that, you know, I mean, like I, I knew like that had it in sooner or later. Right. You're <laughs> like, like, well, this is going to, so, I, what I was hoping. So when I did, I did the five years. I was hoping I was like, all right, I'm going to do four years, get my four horseshoes. And on the fifth year, they're going to be a horse, like a horse right. statue to like put a this small horse yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I love, I love my plaque and I would yeah. not take that back for anything. That's, that's, uh, that's definitely hanging yeah. up. Most of my medals are like in a box right now. We had just moved and most of them are in the box. Like my horseshoes and my plaque are the only thing that are out. So I was actually Saturday night after the race, uh, a group of us got together, uh, and 
in that group was also was the two RDs and we were sitting there talking and we got on the topic of them putting together. Cause so here's the funny thing to get. So I didn't know this about horseshoes. There's front horseshoes and there's rear horseshoes. Yes. Didn't know this. I knew that. So they have to order. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. They have to order only front horseshoes. Okay. That makes sense. All right. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I don't know the difference between a front and rear horseshoe is, but whatever. So they only have to order front. So they call, and there's only one place, I guess, they can order this from, and it's a place in Texas. So he, <laughs> the person is telling us, like, dude, you want to hear a funny fucking conversation every year when I call down there and I order, like, 30-odd boxes of fucking right, front, front horseshoes. horseshoes. The people are like, the fuck kind of horses do you have? Like, he's like, <laughs> you, you, like the paw. Rehabilitation horses. Yeah. So that's like, <laughs> someone made the joke about how like, like it has like the little wheels, like the dog is like only front legs is going to wheels. Like we're a rehabilitative uh, veterinarian clinic. Yeah. So like he has to order, oh, but here's what's funny. Like the RD, like, so the RD's wife who, if you want to talk about people who really give up a fuck ton, yeah. How about RD, RD wives? Gosh. Like, Oh my God. Especially them. Now, God. now that they took over, as, forget the PR oh, as well. And as big as they are and as popular as they are, oh, yeah. Jesus criminy. So, um, so I guess the box that shows up is like a couple pounds, a hundred pounds. Yeah. Like it would have to be heavy as fuck. So they, you know, like the dirt and the dust and all that kind of shit, heavy ass shit over her, like beautiful countertops, all this kind of stuff. Uh. So then they got on the topic of, so that's a pain in the ass, but then they got on the topic of, they'd never thought about it, but they have to make all those yeah. workers, right? Yeah. And they're like, first off, barbar. <laughs> like I saw him, I saw one of last, last year a packet pickup like with these like there was five more that i forgot about he's sitting there with like you yeah. know those pliers like yeah. twisting it around to get it in there he's so, like i didn't think barbar threw very well so this year right so he so we got on the topic of how difficult it is so this year they uh they're unloading one of the vehicles or something like that or something like, you know and you know just they're putting shit in the vehicle right they sat the barbar next to a couple bottles two liters of soda oh <laughs> So they move the back of the truck oh. up. Like, the fuck? Why is half the soda gone? <laughs> like, one of the RDs like thought their son had drank it and like put half of it back. He's like, what the fuck? Why did you just grab it? Yeah. Yeah. So then they realize, oh shit. But yeah, they're like, man, and that shit's heavy, you know? Yeah. You can't walk with it next to you because it'll snag your pants and right. shit. So like that shit sucks. But they said, actually, as big of a pain ass as barbed wire is. What uh, of the five of the five different binders? What one do you think is the biggest pain in the ass? The ribbon? Nope. I just thought the ribbon because it was too thin in those holes. The twine. Really? Yeah. So this is how far down the rabbit hole. And this, so here's how much these RDs love us. When they make the ones with the twine, they are literally having to tape the edge like a shoelace okay. to get it through the hole to then tie it and then take the tape off. Oh my goodness. Like the time and the twine is year one. So right. all these year one, there's a lot of year ones right. this year. At least 50. Yeah. <laughs> At least 50. And then all the extra, the, and the then 50, six years and then 50 is just the ones that it's we, the 50 number is just first ultras. Never mind if it's our first possum, but maybe not their first ultra. Oh, I didn't even think of that is that that was the, Oh yeah. Uh Oh, so I think that's I th- a lot. I think the number that they had to do this year at twine was 80. That is nuts. 80 of 150. 
no, thank you. Shit. So, anyways, that is the story of why you get a horseshoe with your possum races. That is why you get those. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the uh, behind the scenes, where the money goes, and stuff like that. And we've we've hinted at, at previous like things we liked about the race and stuff like that. And we're not going to go into like every single year because every year had its own kind of thing. But what we will go into is we will answer our favorites and our worst years. I, I honestly got, I wait, was, uh, it was Seamus. I ran really hungover last year. I ran Seamus. <laughs> I ran Seamus like fucking damn near drunk last yeah, year. You, that was, that was real bad. So stupid. That was real bad. Like, I honestly got dry. heave like three times. Yeah, 2017, not this past race. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was getting racing. That was, I remember that. Oh my God. Cause I was, that was when I wore the speedo last year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of dumb mistakes made last year. Uh, yeah. My worst year, my worst year. And this is not like worst time. Yeah. Like not the worst time you ran, but like the worst, like overall. And again, we're talking like worse as in worse for us, not necessarily that's ever a bad race. The, yeah, the race I, itself has been amazing. Well run. I mean, We're talking only about beca- only because I'm only because I'm grossly out of shape this year. And because it was so fucking hot. I, this was like, this was yeah. an exceptionally brutal year for me this year. And like, and I was like really trying to focus on other people. So like I, I maybe didn't take the best care of myself right during the race and like had lost focus a couple times and like, Oh shit, get yeah. off the rails a little bit. Well, we didn't, I think this may have been in our pre-talk. I don't think we actually talked about this here, but Jen had to run it and she was, it was her first. Yeah. This is Jen's first. Yeah. Um, uh, what's funny is we, I, we had talked about this on the podcast. Uh, we talked about last week about how I was going to start after her. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Oh, she did to, tell me a little bit. I think this to my wife's credit, it took me fucking forever to catch up to her. She said it was like 16. It's mile 16 before I finally yeah. copped her sounding a little cocky. I honestly got thought I'd catch her like mile 10. I honestly did. Yeah. Um, well, that was our, that was our talk last week. Yeah. We thought that, yeah. It honestly took me until mile 16 to catch her. And then when I finally caught her, I'm like, Hey boo, do you, uh, you want to go ahead and implement our plan? No, no, I don't. You're not, you're, you're mean to run with. Andrew's being much nicer to me. I'm like, well, <laughs> fuck you very much too then. I'm like, well, shit. So I'm like, all right. So I ran, um, I ended up running this year. Now what made this year really, really, really fun was again. So when I say this is the worst year, it was the worst year. Quite honestly, I think this is my worst time ever. And, uh, just, I, I'm not a heat runner. Yeah. I am girthy. <laughs> I can use some 40 degree weather. Uh, I got enough body heat, which will bring me up to my favorite, but we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) So this, uh, but what made this year fun was I ran with Mike Draper, who this was his first, yeah, it was his first, and and not only for his first person, but his first ultra. Yep. So I got there. I ran with him for probably 20 fucking miles. And if you don't know Mike Draper, if folks, if you guys have not, if you guys don't know Mike Draper, if you haven't ran, you just need to go to Stoss at 1145. Holy fuck. (laughs) That dude might be one of the funniest dudes. I fucking know. So funny. And, uh, respect to him. The dude's a fucking light Colonel. He's a Lieutenant Colonel in, in the national guard. So active national guard, uh, puts his ass on the line, fucking funnier than shit. Yeah. Uh, so I ran like 20 miles with him. Um, and then just kind of like, just ended up kind of pulling away from him a little bit and ended up catching up to, uh, Matt Hort, uh, yeah. another super solid dude. And that was his first. And it was his first, uh, his first. So I ran with him. Um, just like, Hey, what do you, what do you kind of need? 
Oh, just hang out with me. Fuck yeah, I'll hang out with you. Yeah. you know? So like, he's a cool dude to run with. Uh, he's fun as fuck to hang out with. So uh, it's fun to talk to him. He has a son down in uh, uh, South Carolina right now. Yep. Uh, well, he's back home now. He's going to college down there. But um, but so ran with him for uh, a ten k probably six miles ish. Had a blast with him. So it was just fun to run with, you know, some different people and stuff like that. I, I don't normally get to run a lot, a lot with. Uh, my favorite year, though, going back to me being girthy, was the year that it was fucking crazy-ass cold, and it hailed on us and all that kind of shit. Yeah. It was the year that we had to run more road than normal. That because, was year two. Because shit was, was that year two or three? Year two is when we had to go along 23. So if, so that was the, that was the year that everything was flooded and it went long because we had to sit on a lot yeah, of road. So it ended up being like 34, 35, some odd miles yeah, or some crazy. It was, like 30, it was like 34. Here's why this is my favorite year. Uh, because that was the year I really got to meet Mike Smuds. That was the year I ran to, I ran, uh, just a fuck ton of Mike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's funny cause like, uh, out of that is was born like a really great story of where like we were at some point and like Mike had like multiple layers. Like he had like a rainproof shell on, like he had, <laughs> like he has like clothes on and I'm still running in like shorts and a t-shirt and Mike's like, bro, aren't you going to put something on? Aren't you going to like bump dog? I'm a fucking polar bear, yeah. dude. Like I'm fat <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I like, got I am this golden retaining like, this, this heat. Is, this is where I live. This is where I thrive. But you know, that's one that will go down as one of my favorite years just because I got to meet Mike and Rand. Like that was yeah. a, a real good friendship was born out of that year. Um, I, I will tell you if I had to change one thing, I think if I could change one thing about the possum series or, or about playing possum, and I guess actually Seamus too. If I could change one thing, it would just simply be taking it back to starting at the beach. Yeah. Starting at the beaches. Well, yes and no. I like to starting at the beach. I'd like to start at the beach. So what John's talking about is the, the first year of possum. Uh, we started at the beach at Delaware state park. And since then, is it Buckeye Grove? Yep. Um, it starts at Buckeye Grove. Did it start at the, Dam. Seamus started the dam one year. I'm not the dam. Mink Run. Did something ever start over there, or am I oh, just? Oh, it's just all the training runs you usually start there. Yeah, but, but Seamus, yeah. So, so we started first year. Seamus started that below the dam. Yeah, started below the one dam. year, right? And then yeah. it went to Buckeye Grove, and, and then everything. And that's where we've been. But since. I would like for everything to go to the the beach. Yeah, the beach was. I mean, the beach was a nice start, but I think it's from a. I want to say from an aid station standpoint, if you go from campground to finish you're cutting off a mile and a half yeah of yeah. that so it's like when people need it yeah they got that yeah, last and you're, you're like you're like all right i got a 5k a little different now yeah a 5k until that, then yeah. that, that could be yeah there's some logistics involved yeah. in that but i guess i, I guess they, they know what they're doing the, well yeah they, they may or may not have been around for a couple <laughs> of days the, i think it's more of a nostalgia thing like i remember yeah. like you know at the, uh, maybe not at the end of Seamus, but definitely at the end of Possum on a nicer year, which those have been few and far between, <laughs> you know, at the beach, you could have went down and sat in the water, you know, or whatever, yeah. and, like soaked, you know, I guess you could still do that at Buckeye Grove. It's just not it's as, a little further away. Yeah. You know, you, you don't get to walk on the kitty litter to get there. Yeah. Yeah. The goose shit. Ugh. Uh, those mean motherfuckers. So, um, those so, are my favorite and least favorite. What's what, what, what ranks for you? I would say like my worst year, I would probably say 
as much as I liked the first year, like getting into the trail run, like that one was pretty tough because John and I both <laughs> ran the flying pig 10 days before or 13 days before it was two weeks before. Uh, that was, was dumb. Was it? I thought it was only a week before. Mm-mm, it was two weeks. Was it? Okay. it was definitely, but still it was, it still, still qualified us for the marathon maniacs. Yes. The reason why Which we did it. Why our dumbasses so, did it. Like, we want to be marathon maniacs. We'll be so cool. Yeah. We'll be the best ones ever. Yeah, it was dumb. I never even registered. <laughs> no, I didn't either. <laughs> After that, I was like, "This is. Tough. I don't want to be this. I want to be cool." I remember going back to that first year. I remember, and Jen still laughs about this. She still fucking jokes about this. I remember crossing the finish line, and like immediate first thing out of my mouth, crossing the finish line that first year, I was like, "Fuck, five miles is so much further yeah. than you think it is." You don't realize how much like, further it is. It's just fucked. Up. Yeah, so running, so we ran, you know, flying pig, and then thirteen days later, later did that, and that was just, it was tough. That was probably the best overall weather we've ever had at a possum race. Yeah, it was, was year, pretty spectacular. Was year one like it was just like perfect. It was real weird. Yeah. Um, but it was it was different. I was like, I've never crossed a stream before. I remember like bringing an extra pair of socks. I'm like, <laughs> do I need to change my socks after they get wet? Like I didn't know. Like I was carrying socks with me in a camel. <laughs> like, I had no idea. But like a wheels fell off at like nineteen there. Chad came and was there like cheering me on like to the finish. Yeah. yeah. And I convinced him to do it the next year. Yeah. So the next year we did the flying pig, and then um, was it the next year? Or two years later. He just got his five. He did five. So no, yeah, it was yes, the very next year. So it was the very next year. Same kind of thing where he did the flying pig and yeah. then went and did that. And I was just like, like, this is a, this is a bad idea. You're yeah. not going to want to, you're not going to want to do this. Um, but you should, <laughs> but you totally should. And he, and it was the year that we had to run across the uh, run, run down 23 and the extra miles and stuff like this. And Chad's like, really? I sound very, and this is what happens. <laughs> Like <laughs> that was such a funny like, year. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Uh, but so I would say that was pretty bad. The, and then the year four was pretty tough too because it was just so much mud. Like that's when we had a little bit of flooding beforehand, but it wasn't like real yeah, raining that, that like, much. People were losing. There is a section of trail up on Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yes, where people were literally Lose, yeah. losing shoes in yeah. the mud. It was so thick you had to like high step it. And at that point, you're at mile what fuck 20 something you're way in it and you're just like well i my legs don't work (laughs) yeah fuck you shoe you can stay in the mud all of lakeview and that you're just like yeah i hate you yeah yeah shoe you stay here Uh, i'll worry about it later you know what else made this year kind of tough and this is something weird that unless you run trails you probably won't even like truly appreciate the grass was much higher this year than in years past Ooh, like on the damn wall on the damn wall on Lakeview, on big, like all the grass, oh. all the grass. And I'm going to I'm going to go as far as say significantly higher. That messes with you. It, like it was, you're like, my legs are getting tired. Well, it's either, it's either you're trying to high step over it or you're dragging yeah, through just it, dragging through it. Oh. And I'm not, you know, Draper and I even talked about it. Like we're not known for our high steps anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so just like, the, the subtle like, slow step. Yeah. Both of us like, fuck. Like, yeah. Is this some bullshit? And then I'd say my favorite year is, is year five. I was like, I went, went crazy. Tried to get a PR there, which I did. Um, and then to finish and be like, all right, I got my five years, got my sweet ass plaque. I don't know. That just kind of like bookended it for me, like wrapped it all up real nice. And it, it was a really good race. Um, I don't know. You know, what's weird is not last year. No, no, wait. Yeah. Last year, last year, uh, I think last year is the year 
That's why I'm having a hard time remembering year four, maybe, uh, because I wasn't there. I had to run it rogue. Because, That's right. Yep. Yes. Yep. Year four, I ran rogue. So year five, then, is my PR year there also. Yeah, we, we both had really good races that year. I had, you, were, you, were ahead of, you were ahead of me. I think I was six flat. That's right, because I was going for six, and I ended yeah. up at like 6'10", or yeah. something like that, or 6'12", yeah. or something like that. Yes, that's right, folks. Six flat is fast for me in a 50K. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think that's, yeah, that's pretty respectable. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone's other like, 50K. I, I can do like 50 miles in that. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. No, leave me alone. Yeah, this is what so, we do. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yes. I had forgotten about that. But yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's possible. There's so much more we can talk about. We can get more into races and the people. And I mean, possum is really what got John and I into trail running. John invited me yelling across our neighbor of like, Hey, there's just cool trail race that's happening. And, and you- now because someone wants to downsize <laughs> those days yeah. are over. Now we're no longer living two hours down from each other. So that's all right. It makes for more good stories here. Cause we don't waste them all talking. Yeah. We just talk while we were recording. God, Hey, I'll just, I'll put a sticker on the door. I'll put a sticker on the door. Oh my God. (laughs) Speaking of of funny stories, like, so I had to go to the dentist today. Yeah, we'll go ahead now. No, you want now? You want want me to talk about? Is there anything possum? We want to talk about anything other possum. I don't know. Dude, it's just an awesome series. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You definitely want to sign up. These races are, they sell out. Seamus definitely sells out like the day it opens, which is New Year's, New Year's Day. Yeah. Uh, So at midnight, be in there. Uh, 50K usually lasts until probably close to when Seamus starts, but it's been creeping up. Because people use Seamus to kind of test. Yeah. But it's been been creeping up. So I would not wait. They do a deal if you book both of them at the same time. So just just sign up for both. I could see in the future where they go ahead and do a triple. Well, if they can get the other race. Are you talking about get for the PR? Yeah. I don't think they would. Why not? Different crew, different crowd from you have, yeah, you have your Northern crowd to it's funny. Cause there you get, even if you just go to the races, you yes. can feel like a different vibe. Yes. Yes. Fucking the OG, the possums, the possum, the possum and the, the, uh, Seamus, like <laughs> the vibe there is just so much more of like fucking trail hippies. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just so like laid back. <laughs> it's I'm, not racing. It's just running. There's some high strung motherfuckers up there. Forget the PR man. Like bro, chill the fuck yeah. out. Chill bro. 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 Smoke this. <laughs> like, just chill out, just man. Just fucking relax. You just are, chill. you are harshing my vibe. All right. But yeah, we'll put all that stuff in the show notes with the possum race series and that sort of thing. But uh, moving to some local things, Look, John has a story that I haven't I've, heard yet. I've, I've been, been waiting dying. to I've hear. Been, I'm like, I like, I actually forgot about it. And I was like, Oh, I got something in my tooth. Oh shit. The tooth. <laughs> so, so, so I'm in, I'm in getting uh, my teeth clean. Right. At, uh, Delaware dental shout out, shout out to Delaware dental. Not yet a sponsor, not yet a sponsor of this podcast. We'll be after today though. Yeah, Dr. Sexton. We'll make sure Dr. Gets- Sexton hit us up, <laughs> slide in our DMS. So, uh, I'm in there getting my, getting my, getting my jibs cleaned. And, uh, the dental hygienist I have, uh, I now know not, not great at math, but extremely Uh-oh. proficient at cleaning teeth. <laughs> Fabulous at cleaning teeth. Uh, she forces flossing upon you. So like well, it that's, is, a, that's a hygienist. It's a hygienist. She does what she's supposed to do. She's doing a great job. Uh, and, and they're, they're super cool because they like, they remember you, right? So she's yeah. like, Oh, have you done any running lately? And I'm like, Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, just did a, just did a 50 K Saturday. Oh, that's, that's super cool. And, and, um, she's like, now this would be weird, but, why is it called a 50 K? 
And I'm like, because it's 50, because that's how far it is. Yeah, 50 kilometers. And she's like, well, how far is that? And I'm like, I, I don't understand. Like, it's 50 kilometers. She's like, yeah. well, but I mean, how far? I'm like, you mean how many miles? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's like 31 and change. And she's like, oh. She's like, well, why all the, why all like the weird names for the distances? I'm like, I don't understand what you're asking. <laughs> and like, and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, are you asking me why a 50 K, why a 31 and a half mile race is called a 50 K or like why a 5 K is, is, is 3.1. Yeah. Is, is that what you're like? Kind of like, and she's like, well, yeah. I'm like, cause you're converting it. One, one's imperial yeah. and one is metric. Oh, and it is like a fucking. Is it, an, is it imperial or empirical? Empirical, imperial. No, it's empirical. empirical. Yeah, imperial. So, like, I'm like, it, you're converting it. She's like, oh, and you, it was like watching a fucking light bulb <laughs> flip on, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! And I'm like, uh, do you listen to the podcast? She's like, no. I'm like, good, because I'm gonna make fun of you tonight because <laughs> you're gonna be on it's it. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not gonna say your name. But it was fucking oh, awesome. Shit. Like she was like, and then I, and then of course from there I said, well, why is a marathon twenty six point two? Like, oh, do you know the story about that? About why it's like the point two where it came from? The story I heard was it, they were doing the marathon in London, and, yes, and they had to move it point two back because it needed to go by the palace the or queen. whatever. Yeah, yeah, the queen. Yeah, for the marathon, like yeah. uh, or for the Olympics. Right. Uh, when, yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking weird that that's stuck like that. But anyways, so I told her that story, and then she like still she still had to go back and like double check about. It. She's like, I still don't and, like. I don't. I honestly, it is now seven hours later and not a hundred percent sure. She still fully gets. I'll text her <laughs> like, all right, we're going to do a quick test. How so, far is 50 get? <laughs> uh, so I don't think she fully understands that it's like one is a Europe, like, you know, essentially yeah. like a European and they always no, like a, one is everyone, everyone but else. Us. And then a fucking, We're, get, we're, we're getting taught. The, the fucking peanut gallery's <laughs> chiming in. Who's supposed to be in bed? It's past your bedtime, young lady. Oh, my God. So, anyways, oh that was, I was like, that is, that is awesome. outstanding. I was like, I cannot wait. That is great. But while they're not super solid at math, they are great at taking care of your yeah, jibs. They're great, great at the teeth. It is a really, it is, a, it is honestly, I will honestly say it is the only dental office where I, I will actually go ahead and just set my appointment. And, and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when I left today, they're like, well, you're six months out is now. I'm like, okay, go ahead and book it. Yeah. Whereas other dental offices, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll call and set it. Like, fuck you. Yeah, never, I'm never. I hate this. you people. <laughs> 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 I hate the dentist, but this dental office yeah. is good enough that I, I just had to get a, uh, a filling redone. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days ago and it was just like in and out. Did you have perfect. the old school, like silver one in there? Yeah. They took it out and put like the, I, it was kind of, um, it was kind of cracking yeah. like a little bit. So they just oh. had to like, just basically like drill out and clean yeah. it out yeah. and then fill back in. But I mean, no time at all. Super no, easy. And not what's <laughs> Dr. Sexton. Man, he was like the first time I went here was like, so you know, you're supposed to like, if these are starting to get gaps in them, you're supposed to pop them out. And I'm like, what? get the fuck out of here. He's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, 
I'm what? a dentist. He's like, why do you think people have to get root canals? I'm like, because their teeth are fucked up. Like, I don't know. What you? He's like, bro. He's like, no, man. He's like, once a feeling, feelings go bad. I'm like, yeah. What? I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're, you're smoking crack. Yeah. I'm like, you're just trying to squeeze a couple bucks out of my insurance. But now the stuff they put in is so much easier. Yeah. Like they put that little blue light in there. It like, yeah, seals it. Yeah, seals it. And it's done. You're just like, like, this was so easy. This is awesome. I'm like shit. You're like, you're like, What's going on? I know it's so much. Your easier. head's ringing before. Oh, yeah. God. So anyways, that is my, uh, so that's our local plug of the week is, uh, <laughs> Delaware dental, Delaware dental, Dr. Uh, Saxon. Another thing that we have, who's doing this, this run. Uh, this is, um, I don't remember who's doing it. So it's the, uh, John looks it up. It's the run across Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, 260, it says 260 miles for the flag. Um, it's basically a run for the flag is a 260 mile run in honor of those people who have championed the American spirit run for flag along its course, 260 American flags decorated with the faces and stories of some great Americans on each flag. So it's across uh, Southern Georgia. So the two people who are running this are like, seriously hard asses as far as ultra runners. It is uh Cheryl Splane and uh Terry Lemke. Did they do the run vol the cross Tennessee or is that the one that they were talking about wanting to do? I think they were talking about wanting to do it and they decided to do this. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, 300 miles sounds stupid. So let's just, <laughs> let's, let's so, do 260. So they're doing this race across Georgia. Um, and, and like, I just have, and like Cheryl, Cheryl was telling me about this a while back or Terry was and like they had told me about this like back around I forget the PR time and I, I kind of had remembered it as kind of keep it on my radar but then I just saw um, Cheryl posted something you can actually track them now um, dude and I tell you what like I'm looking at the crew that's going down there and pacing them and hanging out with them and uh, they are going to have like a heck of a crew down there with them, uh, taking care of and all that kind of stuff. So if you guys want to you know, like, just see some really cool stuff happening, um, we'll have the links we'll in put the, the show link notes. Up so you guys can track them running across Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia. Do we have anything else? Any other local things uh, or recommendations or over. not? I've got the, nothing I have, down. I have nothing. Yeah. If you don't write anything down, then there's <laughs> notes. What are those? <laughs> Uh, as always, we'd love for you to reach out to us on social media at run beer and BS. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can give us beer recommendations, topic ideas, share your training. If you did complete possum, we'd love to see a picture of you in your horseshoe, uh, or your trophy. If you got one of those winning an age group or getting DFL, <laughs> she walked out of the room already. She walked out. <laughs> um, and if you do enjoy the podcast and you are not subscribed, please, cons- please cons- consider subscribing. We'd love to have you as a, as a subscriber. So you don't miss any of these episodes. We are on all, uh, we're on most of the podcast platforms. You should be able to find us by searching in your search bar on your favorite podcast platform. If you do enjoy the podcast, we'd love if you give us a rating or review, or if you don't enjoy it, also do that. And we'd like to know what you'd <laughs> like to change. Um, we do pick reviews of the week on iTunes and Facebook, the favorite ones. Uh, we didn't get any reviews this week. So no one's getting stickers. No sticker for you. I'm literally, I've got two envelopes with stickers in my car right now that I need to put in your mailbox before I leave. Why? <laughs> Cause I just forgot. They're just in my car. Oh, to send to somebody, to send to somebody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. they're already like, my, I think both of them are like Northern Ohio. Let me ask you something. Yeah. If you put something in your mailbox, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? The little genies come and take it. <laughs> 
if you put something in your mailbox, if your mailbox is empty, yep, and uh, let's say, uh, oh, 9.30 at night, yep. y- you put something in your mailbox, yep. and the next day at 3 o'clock when the mail person rolls around yep. and they open up the mailbox to put the mail in there, should they not automatically take whatever's in there regardless if the little flag is up or not? No. I disagree. How do they know you're not there? You just how do they know? How, how you, the, you weren't there and you just didn't get your mail the day before? Because it's not fucking marked from the post office that I went through the post system. But you're asking them to take it out. And oh, look God. They got to take it out? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Hey, government workers. Okay. Oh, dude. It's a dying industry. I'm just saying. I, the United so, States Postal Service is a dying industry. So we put something in the mailbox. Unless you want to sponsor us, and we would love to take <laughs> your money. Which, which is just a weird thing. Like that's how little I use the mail. <laughs> I'm like, I put it in there, and then Jen went and got you. Like, what the fuck? I thought you mailed this up. I'm like, I did. Why is it? Why do you got it? She's like, it was in the box. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, did you put the flap up? I'm like, no, there was nothing in there. Why do I need to put the fucking flap up? Like I knew because they com- wouldn't know if nothing's in there or not. If they if the flap's not up, they're not going to grab anything out of it. They're going to open it. They're going to put in. They open it. They can clearly look and see something is in the fucking mailbox. I don't. I, I, I think this is a weird argument to have. I'm Real just, weird. I'm just saying that if I'm delivering mail and I pull up to a fucking house and I open the mailbox and there's a fucking letter staring at me, I know I didn't put the motherfucker in there. I mean, I guess. Right? Do they think another male person like, oh shit, there's someone creeping on my territory delivering mail early? <laughs> no. It didn't just like, it's not like the male from the night before had a baby and like left it in there. I mean. The signal flag on the side of mailboxes was instituted in 1915 by Roy Drorelman, according to the Smithsonian's Postal Museum. Apparently that's a, a postal okay. museum's a thing. Postal carriers were to raise the flag so residents would know when they received mail. So this is different. See? Or postal r- customers also raised the signal flag so the post carriers would stop to pick up outgoing mail even if mail wasn't being delivered to the mailbox that day. Exactly. So that's kind. Of, that's the reason why you would lift a flag. Only because only to, in, in case you didn't it, let's say, let's say yes. you happen to not have something, but let's face it in the day and age that we live in and like, there's fucking shit in your box every day. Yeah. There's no reason to put that flag up. That flag is to draw attention that you either have. We're taking out. a hard stand on this. I'm taking a very strong hard. <laughs> I went like, she's like, I can't believe you didn't put the flag up. How are they know? What the fuck do you mean? How would they know? Cause there's a goddamn letter in there. What did they think was supposed to happen with it? <laughs> like, <laughs> Your job's to get the mail. I, I mean, I don't feel like I don't feel like this is fucking physics. Like, <laughs> I feel like this is pretty fucking simple. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Like, I I could not wrap my head around why. And, and by the way, I honestly believe we have one of the better mail carriers in this neighborhood too. Yeah, he's a really good mail carrier. Like, he's a good dude. I'm like, what the fuck, homie? Like, all right, listener. So this one's on you. <laughs> what do you think I of like- the flag uh, on your mailbox? Should you have to put it up? If you want outgoing mail to go there, please leave that comment <laughs> in the bottom of this post on Facebook. There it is. Because I'm very interested to see if anyone else agrees with the crazy shit that John's talking about. I guarantee you, if they, if they listen to what I just said with open ears, they will end up being on my side. I, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, just put the flag up. Why? Here's the other oh. here, Now, here's your thing. I put the flag up. Yep. What does that tell every low life scumbag in, in, that happens to be driving through my neighborhood looking for something? 
that you have something going out. Exactly. That okay. Lets them, that lets them know there's potentially something in there to steal a value. What are you putting for value? A check? What do you? They can't cash a check. Oh yeah, you're right. Because the fucking criminals can't figure out how to okay, cash let me anything. So they can cash a check, and then all you do is you say no. That wasn't to the intended target, and it gets canceled. What happens? Not if they cashed it already, and they're often with the money. Yes, I'll recoup my money, but they yeah. still got the money. Who cares? You got your money back. I fucking care. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you put the flag up, it's basically like putting a fuck. It's literally it's putting your red flag, flag up. up. Say, hey. <laughs> I got something in this fucking box you gonna, might want to steal. I would have been get a red flag and actually put the red flag on yours. What happens if I'm sending, what happens if we have, I have a niece that lives in New York. What if I want to send her a gift in the mail and I put the little flag up? Now some degenerate draw, rolls to the neighborhood. It's like, oh shit, I wonder what's in that mailbox. A beacon for thieves. In 2009, Ventura County reporter experienced a serious case of identity theft after leaving paid bills in the mailbox and raising the flag. Da, 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 da. There's some other things there. Dude, I'm <laughs> Ventura County Detective Eric Boscow told Stoltz that the red flag is a like a beacon for thieves. I'm telling you, the fucking God, flag is the dumbest I thing. I don't want to join your side. I've got to take a hard stance on this no, side. dude. I'm not doing it. Come to the dark side. <laughs> But yeah, leave your comments on what you think uh, about about all of that that process there uh, <laughs> with with the flags. I guess I don't know. Uh, yeah, thanks for for listening to this episode. It will be live in two and a half hours once I once we hit stop and I edit it. <laughs> I mean, we don't really take anything out of it, even all of our nonsense. All right, it's a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Again, check out Possum Races. All the stuff will be on our website at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP019. Um, you can reach out to us on all the social medias. As we said, you can also reach out to us via email if you have any comment or want to give us any information or just talk to us or say you like this podcast. Podcast at runningbeerandbs.com. Thanks to Buckeye Lake Brewery for a delicious beer that we have. They did not give it to us. Um, that's really the plug, so they would next time. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything we have here. John, do you got anything else for him? Have nothing. All right. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace. Peace.